Welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my four times a week live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if this is your first time seeing my face uh, on the on the video playback or as you're here live or hearing my voice if you are listening to the podcast after this has aired, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. Hi, Busy Peach. Natalie Pierre-Lewis, I'm host of the show and owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help creatives, entrepreneurs, people who want to have their own businesses. I help them get their business paperwork together. Things like getting your EIN number, registering with the state, having appropriate contracts, brand protection. I help you get that stuff done. Um, If you are wondering why I am qualified to help you get that stuff done, I'm so happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 13 years and counting. I have helped multiple businesses um, uh, get off the ground, both online and offline. I have had many careers in the realms of the law, education, entrepreneurship, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school. But so many of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it in business, there's just some stuff that you're going to need to know. Um, And that's why I'm here. If you would like to work with me one-on-one starting in 2020 because I am not taking any more coaching sessions for 2019, you can go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book a free 15 minute consultation to see how we can work together. There you will also find the link to my YouTube channel where you can watch all the back episodes of this show and get the podcast link. If you can't watch the video, you can just listen to the audio. Okay. Uh, as well, that is where you will find a link to my e-store where you will find my array of digital products. I have eBooks, video trainings, uh, video and ebook bubbles, um, worksheets, lots of cool stuff to help you get your business things in order. So go check out Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm to just check out all the cool nerdy stuff I do. <laughs> all right. And here's how the show goes. So I uh, pull stories from the news or from some of the, my favorite blogs. Hi, I'm God's child, 1983. Um, stories that I think have lessons that we can learn as business owners And we talk about them. Again, we talk about about them. I don't just talk at you. We talk together. Um, So this is is an interactive conversation. I'm going to ask you questions. I'm going to ask your commentary. I want you to chime in. Um, And if you have questions, drop them in the comment box so I can answer them for you to the best of my ability. All right? So we are going to get started very shortly. I'm just going to wait to see some readies in the comments. If you are ready for the stories to start... I need to see some readies in the comments. <clears throat> and while I wait for my readies, ooh, how did that go out? I want to remind you guys, um, you know, it's the holiday season. Make sure that you're taking some time out for yourself. Don't stress yourself out during the holiday season. Okay, um, be right back. Okay, don't stress yourself out during the holiday season. Make sure that you're resting. Um, I'm still waiting for my readies. Uh you know, if you got to, I don't know, light some candles, take a nice hot shower, just take some time out for you. Um, okay. Where are my readies? Where are y'all at? Okay, that's fine. Whatever. We're just going to get started because we need to get on the road. So first case we are talking about today is the case. Uh, it actually is the title case of this uh, broadcast. 
if you can see, the title of this broadcast says, Who Will Emerge Victorious? And there is a reason why I use the word emerge and why the word emerge is capitalized, okay? Um, so there is uh, a law firm in Greenville, South Carolina, uh, named Emergent Law. They, they're called Emergent Law, but their official name is Perkins Law. Uh, they do litigation, intellectual property work, uh, and employment and corporate work. So um, they, that's the type of legal work that they do. Here's the problem. Uh, no, not yet. Uh, e emergent Law, this law firm, they own the trademark to Emergent Law, uh, and you know, and they've been using it uh, for quite some time. Here's the now. Here comes the problem. In San Francisco. A law firm popped up that focuses on startups, and they also named themselves Emergent Law. They mostly um, advise startups on growth and environmental activism. Okay? So, Emergent Law in South Carolina sent a cease and desist order to Emergent Law in San Francisco and asked them to stop using the name Emergent Law. Um, and now... Emergent Law in San Francisco has gone to court to sue for a declaratory judgment. Emergent Law in San Francisco wants the judge to decide whether, um, you know, these two law firms on opposite sides of the country can coexist. And Emergent Law in San Francisco is saying that... Um, we, that they that there is no risk of confusion between the two law firms because they serve two different geographic markets and they have two different client bases. Now remember, Emergent Law in South Carolina, this is an East Coast law firm, and they focus on litigation, intellectual property, employment law, and corporate work. So that is what um, the South Carolina Emergent Law does. The emergent law in San Francisco, they advise startups on growth, like kind of along the lines of what I do in guiding you through the startup process. And they also um, get, uh, help them uh, deal with environmental activism, okay? Um, hi, Lakeisha Tisdale. Uh, now, emergent law is saying not only do they serve two, de two different geographic markets and two different client bases, but their websites also look different. The South Carolina Emergent Law, look, um, it looks more like a law firm website, at least according to the San Francisco Emergent Law. San Francisco Emergent Law has more of a modern tech look to their website. And on top of these arguments, the two arguments, one that they have we're in two different places and we have two different clientele. The second argument is that our websites look completely different. Their third argument is that we have been using the name Emergent Law since 2014. Emergent Law in South Carolina, if they are doing intellectual property legal work, then they should have been on the prowl and searching for their own trademarks in use out there in the market. And they haven't. We've been using this name on the West Coast since 2014, and we've built up goodwill in this name. So 
uh, emergent law in South Carolina, basically their argument is that they got lazy and sloppy and they let emergent law in San Francisco take over for them, um, take over the name, at least on the West Coast. So my question to you all is, do what, like, who do you think should emerge victorious in this fight? Again, the, the, uh, the title of the broadcast should emerge emergent law in South Carolina be able to prevent this San Francisco law firm from using that name because they had it first, even though they're on the opposite side of the country and have different types of clients or is it that it should it should it um the the fact that they're on again on two different coasts and serving two different client bases does that give enough um separation between them that people won't mistake them along with the fact that their websites don't look the same and this company has been operating on the west coast for at least 5 years so I want to know from you guys, who do you think is right in this case? Can there be two emergent law law firms on opposite sides of the country? What do you think some of the alternatives that they can come up with are? For me, I'm thinking, well, if the two of you are both using the term emergent law, why can't you join forces and, you know, join resources and become one larger law firm? And, you know, I guess maybe increase your client base. Maybe they'll come to a settlement. Who knows? Uh, I would, I will, I would, I would like to see the conclusion of this case. So I will be looking for it. Um, And as soon as I find out what is happening with it, um, I will definitely let you guys know the result, of course. Um, Okay. So I thought that story was um, actually pretty cool. The fact that two law firms are on opposite sides of the country, two different names, two different clientele, two different looking websites, but one has the trademark, but they're both law firms, but there are so many different branches of law. And that's why it was interesting to me. Okay. All right. You know what? I think because it's the holiday season, a lot of people are, um, on holiday or on vacation and stuff. Cause my regulars, y'all haven't been here. I miss y'all. Um, anyway, but let's get back here. All right. Next story that we are talking about is Nespresso approved. Um, it, I, so most of you guys know about, you know, the Keurig machines or the coffee pods and things like that. Most people, Keurig is supposed to be top of the line, right? Um, but there is another company out there that makes coffee pods. Um, they're called, the company is called Jones Brothers. Um, and they have, they have coffee pods and they were marketing one of their, um, excuse me. They were marketing their coffee pods as Nespresso friendly. So Nespresso is, um, a, a type of coffee drink. You see it in, in the coffee aisle all the time. It's like flavored. They got commercials. Somebody's holding a mug and it's like mm, Nespresso, right? Um, so they were saying that their, their coffee pods were Nespresso friendly. Um, and Nespresso sued this coffee company over the design of their pods and for using the phrase Nespresso because Nespresso is a trademarked word. 
it is a it is um a term of art it is something that the company invented for this product it doesn't mean anything it was specifically invented for this product and then you as a company are coming here and using our trademarked word to market your product and you're not cutting us a check so of course nespresso sued oh excuse me sued the jones brothers <coughs> well uh this case is not going to have to drag out because the two companies have settled um and jones brothers coffee is going to be able to continue <coughs> using the phrase nespresso what that means is they probably came to a licensing agreement with nespresso and they cut them a nice check so nespresso said it is okay for you to use our name okay lakeisha tisdale asks how does this usually pan out with with the one trademark with the trademark in different industries what um, Lakeisha, could you please phrase your question? Excuse me. Could you please phrase your question differently? I'm not sure what you are, um, what you're asking. If you're asking if you're like in terms of having the same trademark in different industries, you can totally have the same trade, the same word trademarked in different industries, as long as they are separate. So, uh, recently LeBron James was trying to trademark taco Tuesday not for food purposes, because there is actually a restaurant that owns the trademark for Taco Tuesday, but for a podcast and broadcasting. He was denied because there was already a trademark for Taco Tuesday in broadcasting. And if you go on the USPTO website and you do a search, there are several Taco Tuesday trademarks in a multitude of industries, or as, as they call them um, on the, in the USPTO classes, Okay. I hope that answers your question. If not, please, um, if you could write it in a different way. Um, so that, that, um, all right. So let's move on to, uh, actually we're getting, uh, this is our final story of the night. Um, so if we have any Miley Cyrus fans watching now or watching in the future, uh, Miley Cyrus may be, uh, coming out as a duo. <laughs> uh, apparently, Miley Cyrus has trademarked the the, fr the phrase or the name Brandit and Bardot. Um, she is a co-owner of this trademark along with her current boyfriend named Cody Simpson, who is um, like her. Oh, you're not a Miley Cyrus fan, Sincere? Okay. Um, well, if you know somebody who's a Miley Cyrus fan... Let them know that Miley Cyrus might be, uh, you know, coming out with like a, a duo with her current boyfriend called Bandit and Bardo because they have trademarked the name for recordings, for recordings, for live broadcasts and things like that. So I like to pick these cases because they kind of give us a glimpse as to what, you know, celebrities are thinking about doing. Remember, we, we talked about that story about Justin Bieber uh, trademarking R and Bieber and that's supposed to be the title of his next album. Uh, Lakeisha Tisdale said, I'm talking about the Emerge Law Firms you asked about. <clears throat> okay. So La Lakeisha is asking um, in terms of her tra same trademark in different industries. The thing with this case is it's industry. It, it's You have to show that there won't be confusion. You would have to look at how, the, how they design the name emergent law how does emergent law look 
Now, the the San Francisco law firm, they're saying that there's no possibility of confusion. We are all the way in San Francisco. The other one is all the way in South Carolina. We do two different, completely different areas of law. Our clients never meet each other. Our websites look completely different. So there's no likelihood of confusion. So we should be able to use um, the name, right? That's their argument. Um, so they're going to have to prove probably to a judge that the differentiation in geographic area as well as the, as the areas of practice, meaning our location, where our businesses are located and the types of clients we service, they are so separated from each other that there is no way someone looking for emergent law in South Carolina is going to mistakenly contact emergent law in San Francisco. So that is probably what emergent law in San Francisco is going to have to prove, that there is no way that somebody who's looking for the South Carolina firm would be able to mistake the San Francisco firm for the South Carolina firm, okay? So I hope that answers your question. Um, yes, um, I hope that answers your question. I'm going to wait for you to respond to that. So yeah, those were the cases that we have for tonight. Uh, emergent law, I, I'm very interested to see how this goes because this, this is really kind of getting into the nitty gritty of how do you separate the industry because both of these are law firms but they do different types of law so is that enough and on top of the fact that they're on opposite sides of the country what will the, will the court say what do you guys think the judge will say do you think that the judge will agree with the san francisco law firm and think that there is enough separation between the two law firms or do you think that they are going to agree with the south carolina law firm and say, look, they have the trademark to emergent law for law firms, and you know that that's the end of the story. What do you guys think is going to happen? Let me know. Um, also, our Nespresso approved story. So the next time you go into work, if they have a Nespresso machine and you see Jones Brothers Coffee, know that Jones Brother and Nespresso they were at odds with each other. Nespresso was suing Jones Brothers. And now they have come to a resolution and they are working together. Jones Brothers is probably cutting Nespresso a nice little check every time they sell a Nespresso, uh, a, a Nespresso approved coffee pod. Um, all right. Uh, and uh, again, tell your Miley Cyrus friends that she may be coming out in a band ca called Bant and Bardot with her current boyfriend Cody Simpson because they have trademarked the term for recordings and live performances and merchandise. Um, yeah, so those were the stories that I had for you guys tonight. Uh, again, if you are listening and you have any, if you're listening to the podcast and you have any comments, you can always email me at nplconsultingfirm at gmail.com with any of your questions. You can also follow me on social media um, where I'm broadcasting now on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash NPL consults or on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash NPL consulting firm. And if you want to see any of the things I do or check out my digital products, my eBooks, my video trainings, uh, the back episodes of the podcast, back episodes of the show on my YouTube channel, you can always go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm link tree forward slash NPL consulting firm. So that is what I'm going to leave you guys with tonight. 
I know it's holiday time and everybody's trying to get everything settled. So, you know, uh, things get busy for people. So we're going to, uh, our shows probably for the next few days will be shorter. We will definitely be on at 6.30 tomorrow because I have a holiday party that I am going to um, with a net with my networking group. So we're going to be broadcasting at 6.30, finishing up by 7, 7.15 so I can get out of here. Um, and then um, our... Our last regular episode will be next Monday, because I am not broadcasting on Christmas Eve, (laughs) Um, and I will be home from Christmas Eve to New Year's Day, so I can't say with any certainty when I will hop on. I will probably hop on once or twice while I'm at home, but I am not going to hold myself to my four days a week while I'm at home on vacation eating food. Um, yeah, so that is what I'm going to leave you guys with. Uh, have a good night, and I will see you tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Oh, Vicky, I'm ending right now. You're going to have to watch the replay, honey. Bye.